What is up, my sister? <laughs> oh, it's good girl. Welcome back, Harley. <laughs> Hello, mate. You came back to me. Oh, of course I did. I well, missed you. Yeah, well, good, good. Most people don't. Uh, welcome to the Harley and Josh Show, ladies and listeners and gentlemen. Uh, we are the Harley and Josh Show. We're going to be talking about the music industry news, including some music from Horrible Dolphins, uh-huh. Hurricane Wolves, and The Middle Floor. We're going to be talking about uh, live streaming in virtual reality. Uh, a festival in London coming up. Oh. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, Spotify attempting to recoup overpaid publishing royalties. Ooh. Oh, boots on the other foot. And fake streams on Spotify and what the fake music news. industry is doing. Fake news. Fake streams. And we're also going to be talking about the whole Ed Sheeran BBC Music Introducing con- uh, uh, competition that's happening in Suffolk. Yes, mate. So exciting stick time. Stick around. But I mean, you know, the most important thing that people have been wanting to ask for just weeks and weeks and weeks is this. What'd you do? Oh, it's done so much. You I've have. missed you so much, man. I've, I've, it's, I've been away so long. Don't cry, I'll and, cry. And um, I'll hold it in. Uh, yeah, I've been away for a long time. Um, I have been working away with Quatreus, doing some of their open reach uh, events. Quatreus. Uh, of course, of course. Um, doing a lot of their events and stuff. And they have sent me all over the world. I've been to Wales three times in three weeks. Ooh. So that's been a bit of a weird one. Um but three whales. So last week, in particularly, I started my uh, started my week by going to Brighton for their events. Where, where, where? Uh, I was with Rainer. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah, um, we, yeah. yeah, of course, of course. course. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. Just uh, running AV tech support for uh, for these uh, road shows that they're doing. Um, we've already talked about how they go and stuff. Mm. We were at the Albion Stadium, uh, which is their big football stadium. Mm. Um, Rainer said it was really funny because he knew he knew exactly what it looked like from playing like FIFA, uh, <laughs> but never actually been. Amazing. So I think that's what most musicians are like, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, I know exercise from what it's like in virtual reality. Exactly. <laughs> oh, pre precursor to Ooh, to the discussion. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, interesting thing. Uh, something to look look into if you're ever planning on playing a gig. Make sure that. The venue is very near to the hotel, and also make sure the hotel has parking for your van that may oh. be taller than your average car. Oh, what happened? We were par- had to park half an hour half an hour away oh. from where the uh, hotel was and get a train to and from, oh, uh, which was not ideal. Uh, but we 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 de- dealt with it pretty well. Uh, public transport in Brighton's really good, so we 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 dealt with it. Did the company pay for those expenses? Uh, yes, yes. Noise. So they 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 covered. And I mean, to be honest, it didn't cost that much because we just it was just train tickets, mm, and it was one it was uh, one station apart from the stadium to Brighton City Centre. Mm-hmm, so that was right. <laughs> yeah, well, it was about ten minutes. It was great. So um, we got to enjoy uh, spending some time with some of our museo friends, uh, me and. Uh, Rainer got to hang with Jack Carter. Oh, I've heard um, so much about of him. Lua Lua and uh, of many other bands as and well. We've played them on the show before. We have indeed. Um, and that was good to cheer with him. We uh, spent Monday night, Tuesday night, had some lovely vegan kebab, Ooh. as in vegan Donna kebab. Ooh. It was really nice. Um, and uh, played mini golf. Did they call it something different? Beelzebab. <laughs> Do you want to know something? It's because. Right. Instead of meat, they used a meat substitute called Satan. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. I'm gutted I wasn't there to be a part of the, the guffaws that would have come out of your mouth. It was, oh, there was there was much, much jolliness to be had. <laughs> What's it called? Beelzebub. Why? Because it's made out of Satan. Oh, hello! Oh. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and on the last night that I was there... Um, we, oh, I went out and uh, watched a really awesome funk band. Um, they're called The Usual Suspects. I'm oh, guessing they're a local band. I heard to it. of them, yeah. Um, it was just, just playing in a small pub. I think they were like BIM students and stuff. They were young guys, but mm. all very good musicians. I got, I got the impression they hadn't been playing together for too long because they were playing all these kind of classic songs and was really into them and passionate about them. Right, yeah. Songs that I am 
bored to death of. Yeah. Um, I think that's different when you're on stage and doing it and you kind of got to look like you're having a good time. Yeah. Right? And I was really enjoying it until they played their last song, um, which... What did they do but reggae? So there's a thing that <laughs> a lot of, uh, like, <laughs> pub band sins, yes. I dare call it, is they'll do, Ooh. oh, let's do this song but reggae. <laughs> And there's another thing that a song that every band plays is Sex on Fire. And they played and played Sex on Fire, but reggae. And I was like, nah, I'm done. That's a double, that's a double header, that one. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, they didn't need to do that. Can we make that a new feature of the show? Harley's Pub Band Sins. Oh, yes. Yeah, let's do that. I could do that. We literally just made the the jingle because you go, oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Cool. Harley's Pub Band Sins. So what, did you walk out? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I finished my drink. I was like, nah, I'm done. I'm done. Well, they were good before that bit. Yeah, they were really good, really good, really tough. I mean, they played that well, but I mean, I, I've heard Sex on Fire so many times, I didn't mm-hmm. need to hear it again. Yeah. So, did you expect Mr. Brightside to come after that? They did start, pl- actually started playing Mr. Brightside after <laughs> but that. But reggae? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they, I didn't, I heard the intro, I was like, okay, okay. I, I gotta leave. I've, I've, I, I know what these guys are about now, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'll just uh, yeah, head off home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I was hoping to be going home the next day, mm-hmm. but on the Tuesday they emailed me and went, ah, no. You're going to Wales. So last minute trip to Wales uh, and did the same show again, but in a different room. Um, And uh, yeah, uh, we stayed in a lovely hotel called the Celtic Celtic Manor Resort. You showed me the pictures. It's massive. It's so beautiful. Yeah. So if anybody wants to go somewhere nice in Wales, uh, Celtic Manor Resort, it's... Well, where other people are paying for it. Yeah. 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 It's it's quite, yes. Yeah. and perks. We had a very long day then on the on the Friday because we did two shows and then we packed up and we came home the same day because we had to be back in Suffolk for the weekend. What were we doing over the weekend? So we had two chart attack gigs on the Saturday. <laughs> <We> played... <laughs> two. <laughs> I too many gigs. You choked. <laughs> um, we played Sto Fiesta, which was amazing. Oh, how was it? That's really so good. I was panicking so much. There was so much, uh, the A14 was closed on the way in. Oh no! Yes. So we had to go all around the houses yeah, to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there was traffic getting in because of Sto Fiesta. Yes, of course. Uh, we got there. Well, I got there about ten minutes before we started. Was rushing to get Ooh. everything working, um, and. We had also rejigged our system that we run the show on, right. and we were t- having some teething problems with that, so we were making right. sure. And it was, it was a little bit touch and go. But as soon as that first song started, it was amazing. Good. Uh, people, the people in the audience were great. Yeah. They're really good, um, and it was just a really enjoyable show with the most amazing weather, uh, and lots of people got sunburn. We also had Synergy doing the sound. John Hart yes. on the desk did a very good job of that, and the. That must have made you feel good when you turned up. It was comfortable, you know. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah. They, they were, I mean, uh, it was John running one stage, Oliver Bakemore was running the other stage because right. we were, they had an acoustic stage next to us. Uh, and those guys, they're just, they're pro. They know mm. exactly what you need and they'll give you give it to you and no stress. Before you say it, they're like, you need this. And you'd be like, how yes. did you know? Yeah. yeah. John's like, oh, I guys, can have a, oh, you've got it in your hand holding out to me. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, and they were just, yeah, really good. Uh, and it sounded amazing. Had a lot of compliments coming our way. And the, one thing I was really happy about, uh, I don't know if you remember Drew Cable from uh, yes, college. Yes, I do. He was there. Oh, crazy. Uh, our, our, our Still metal got really long hair? No. Oh. Not a single piercing on his face. This oh, is a guy goodness. who had, I think he said he used to have 30 piercings. That's crazy. Uh, none of them. He's nice. He's very, very well toned, very fit, and uh, oh. but just as smiley and happy as ever. That's helpful. It was really nice. It was good to catch up with him, and uh, I hope to be seeing more of him. And uh it was just really nice just to be bumping to old friends. It is. And then um, not to be like, you owe me money. Oh, that always helps. That's always <laughs> good. good. Yeah. Um, we, uh, so we packed down. We ran straight back to Ipswich. We had a barbecue and then went straight to Salutations mm. for our gig. You mentioned last week how yes, it was indeed. our third collective gig because we did the Friday, you did the Saturday, and then yeah. I played this Saturday. Exactly. Um, and it was a, just a really nice, really nice night. Uh, we had some of the... Uh, the fallout from the the Pride um, Parade Festival. Oh, crazy! Um, so had lots of people wearing rainbows and lots Great. of uh, face makeup and. Um, <laughs> oh, and but they loved it because you, you played the the Pride pre. We did, yes. Or the fun the the, the fundraiser party, didn't yes, you? Yes, yes. Did um, they remember you from that? Did anybody was anybody there that remembered you from? Bronwyn that? was there. Oh, yeah. uh, and she brought a lot of her she friends sang. along. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, she did, didn't she? At yeah. The pride party, yeah. She didn't sing at this one. We forgot to get her up. But it was great. It was really cool. Um, I can hear her just going, they didn't get me up. Why didn't they get me up? 
<laughs> nah, she was cool. She was very drunk by that point. Good. So, um, she was quite happy just to I mean, be good. dancing Don't like a madman or madwoman, like right. she is. Um, so, yeah, that was a really good Saturday. We went back home. We slept as much as we could because we had to be back at Isaac's, Isaac's midday yes, on the Sunday. Um, was that during... So Pride was just the Saturday, Just the Saturday, right? okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was really cool, well, it's actually. it's all month, really, and it should be all the time. But, yeah. you know, the, the, the carnival was just Saturday. Yeah. However, there were a lot of... Uh, there were a lot of couples there, a lot of um, LGBT couples. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I either had kind of... Either I just hadn't noticed before, or they'd been around that area and went, let's stay, let's come back here tomorrow. It's really nice, and the weather's great. Mm. Um and we played to a really good full courtyard of really Cheers. adoring people. I saw the video of you guys playing Patrice, Patrice Russian. Yes. You posted yeah. that. I love that bass line. Is that Mark Miller, that bass line? I don't actually know. Sounds like his bass, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's his slap bass, and it was done in the 80s, so I'm expecting it was done by Mark Miller. (laughs) Bright jazz bass, isn't it? I'm I'm going to research that. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that in a song. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) um, Yeah, so that was a really cool, cool gig. We were absolutely shattered by the end of it, though. Yeah, Most of us had a busy week. As well Uh, as the weekend. So, yeah, uh, I mean, bless him, Oscar, he was in the van on the way home, and... Like, as soon as the van started moving, he fell straight asleep. <laughs> and was even talking in his sleep. Bless oh, him. amazing. Was he singing the, the backing vocals in his sleep? Gonna get the harmonies right. Yeah, it was it was an intense weekend, but it was really nice. Yeah, it's good. And the weather just made it better. Three chart attack t- gigs in yeah. one weekend. That's pretty and crazy. And it's not slowing down. We've got a full month of chart attack gigs, a lot That's of private great, events. Man. We're off to to uh richmond next weekend mm. for, for a private event so uh we yeah it's a, it's a busy old time for us boys. it's very good i mean yeah it's it, the hard thing is being on top of not only being a good performance uh, and making sure that all the gear is right but it's also transport getting there on time like you were saying if you hit traffic sometimes you just can't help it yeah if you're going to be late but it's also the 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 pre-work of you know exactly what you need exactly how much is getting paid uh, you know who your contact is when you get there because a lot of the time when you are organizing a gig the person that you are talking to isn't always the person that's there no no and i have to say uh for um Stowe fiesta dan harvey who uh who booked it all, um he uh he was there and on site for the whole time and he didn't need to be there the uh, the organizers for the event they made mm. sure that we got sorted they made sure we got paid he was just there he just made contact and go hi guys yeah. glad you can make it pass you over thank you very much for coming along you know and everyone all the all the team with Sto Fiesta were really appreciative of what mm. we did and thankful for for the fact that we we did it you know mm. um and it, it it was just a very good atmosphere a good vibe yeah for no, a whole weekend. Fiesta, every single time i played it. i i was uh, asked to to go in last minute because somebody pulled out from doing the acoustic sets oh, okay um, but i was busy myself, so I couldn't ah, go, which enough. I will tell you about shortly. Yeah, but, yeah, but do you, who did they have instead? Because Dan asked me, and I, I sent him a bunch of recommendations. Uh, what slot were you? Was so that? it would have been about three o'clock, I would, I do believe, on the acoustic side stage. Is that right next to the stage? That they yes. Made? Yeah. So when we turned up, which mm. was about, we were playing sort of three till four. Right. Um. So before us was Joe Gibbings, which oh, was great, really great, because Oscar. Yeah, plays with Joe uh, yeah. from time to time. Uh, so started playing guitar. Yeah, to one of Joe's songs, and Joe, where he would usually have a solo, Oscar, without even thinking, went and played the solo. Oh, amazing! And they brought it up out front and stuff, and he shouted, "Oh, Oscar Chan on guitar!" And it was nice. all a bit weird because we were on two different stages, and we had, cool. they hadn't even said hi at that point. <laughs> they, um, we don't like each other. We just play together. <laughs> we play on different stages. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was really cool. Um, and then. Afterwards, there was, I think it was A.D. Johnson okay. uh, did two sets. So it might have been that he just did two sets rather than mm. the one set later on. I could be wrong, but I think Yeah, A.D. Was... Johnson's great. Actually, yeah, that was what Dan Harvey was saying yeah. that he'd like to um, to do. Yeah, he wanted to book him because he, he has a, I believe he's playing this Sunday with Jade Peters. Okay, awesome. Steamboat and they have a regular thing. I think it's every month where they do nice. something like this. So, yeah, that's quite... It's good. I, I'm so you crammed all of that in just under fifteen minutes, mate. Record. Record. That is very well done for like three weeks. Great. Well, I, 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 I was listening to your show last week's show this morning, so just getting getting 
get my, yourself uh, back into it. It's really hard. So every time you said something, I go, oh, oh wait, no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> You're not, not actually live, yeah. I'm not here. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Exactly. Oh, Josh, shut up. Oh, wait, I can't tell him to shut up. Oh, I can pause him. That's great. <laughs> oh, I, sh- I didn't think of that. It's the dream. Right, um, right. So, yeah, let's play some music from, I believe, most of these guys are from Felix, though. Um, this track is called Punch Drunk. It's by Hurricane Wolves. They're playing this weekend as part of the Beach Fest. Awesome. Put on live by Darren Smith. So uh, check this out. This is Hurricane Wolves. Underdog on the ropes. Punch drunk. I've had enough. I'm always second. Never first. Now life's a fight. But I never had enough. I never had enough. That was Punch Drunk by Hurricane Wolves. That is available on iTunes and all those different media outlets for as long as iTunes exists anyway. That's where I bought uh, Punch Drunk from. That's that's the new phrase, isn't it? For as long as iTunes lives in it. You can buy it there, yeah. Um, But, you know, you can stream it on all the platforms and stuff like this. So, Harley, oh, oh, shall I talk about some things that I don don't What did I do? Please do. So, um, yeah, had a nice busy week. I was literally just talking to you about um, uh, a great deal I've just had. Great deal. Great deal. Marty. Marty. (laughs) Harley. Um, So, yeah, uh, uh, basically, um, we are off to Glastonbury this week. There it is. (laughs) It's the first one this year. Um, Yeah, we're off to Glastonbury this week. And uh, so I really wanted to get some... um, uh, some merch to take along with, and but obviously I left it to last minute. Um, we've got some uh, Ipswich embroidery and print have really helped us out by printing us our bowling shirts. Um, yeah. I put a, I put a post out on Suffolk Business Stars and Ipswich. Uh, uh, that loads of people came back to me and and were giving me quotes and stuff. Ipswich printer embroidery gave me the best quote, and uh, Adam was really um, just really helpful. Just really helpful. I haven't picked him up yet, but I'm going to go and pick him up uh, hopefully today or tomorrow morning. Uh, nice. Really excited to show everybody what our new bowling shirt's going to look like. So we wanted to get them, you know, uh, get them all ready for Glasto. But I also wanted to take some merch with us to sort of see if because we, we don't get paid to be there. Um, you know, it's amazing to be able to be at Glastonbury and, and, and go to all the different, didn't see these amazing acts. Yeah. You know, we're sort of singing for our supper, basically. Um, and uh, so I asked um, this wonderful printing company that Rainer Van Dale, ticket off your bingo cards. Um, uh, he, um, well, you could have ticked it off earlier. We've already talked about him twice. Yeah. Um, um, well, basically, uh, he did a video on them recently. He went up and got some uh, some T-shirts uh, printed for his YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com slash Rainer Van Dale. And uh, yeah, and they did me a wonderful deal. I, again, I shopped around for uh, this, uh, uh, for the T-shirts. Everywhere was kind of hitting at least 360 quid for about 50 t-shirts yeah. that were black with one color, which I mean, you know, it's, that's just what it is. I mean, there's, 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 there's big margins with, um, yeah. uh, with, with t-shirts, which would have meant that, um, um, that I would have to at least charge 10 quid for the t-shirts, which I didn't right. really want to do. I really wanted to, to sell the t-shirts for a fiver just at the, at the festival, just get people wearing our merch, get people, you know, with our with our branding on them. Yeah. And for all the muddy, dirty festival goers that have probably just been absolutely trashed, they're like, oh, T-shirt, five quid, sorted. You know, I don't have to go home and get changed. I can just it might just... be a bit muddy. Yeah. I don't know what the weather doing like at the moment. it's going to be stormy, apparently. Is it? I don't care. It's going to be amazing. Oh. So, yeah, I'm just quoting my own song. So, yeah, so Ouroboros did a wonderful wonderful deal for me thank you I, I, there was kind of mates rates involved there but they they weren't inclined to do that you know they don't know me um yeah and they but that, they did it just to to help rainer out i believe so you know good on them thank you very much i can't recommend them anymore they've they, they've really turned it around quickly considering that the uh, the period in which i need the shirts i asked them last week and they're getting it to me tomorrow so that's amazing that is amazing so yeah I think you guys should all check them out well done for them thank you very much um, so I was on for the rest of my week I was on Felix Doe Radio on Friday morning for of Suffolk course, yes, Day were. yeah for Suffolk Day uh, happy Suffolk Day for a couple of days ago guys um, it was basically just to um, like just celebrate all the wonderful things going on in Suffolk and just talk about you know um, you know sort of play down some of the the moany stuff that people like to say about wherever they live whatever county you're <laughs> in people are always saying it's bad around here isn't it Ugh, I hate it but yeah we yeah. just wanted to sort of just say you know there's some just wonderful stuff going on and I was there as an advocate for just how good the local music scene is they said have you got any you know 
tips for bands that people should check out. I was like, Underline the Sky. Uh, you got to check out um, uh, uh, Ashton Jones Project. And, yeah. yeah, and it was just I was trying to go for the original stuff, um, and uh, and they were all like, I don't know who that is. So I was like, Well, now you can go check them out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just check out the Harley and Joshua playlist. Exactly on Spotify, which you can subscribe to, ladies and gentlemen, Please uh, do. or follow, as it's what it's called. We've also got a uh, Harley and Joshua YouTube playlist, which has got all we the do music. Now. Yes. Well, we've had it for quite a while now. Basically, I just I transferred everything that we have on the Spotify playlist onto a YouTube playlist that people can check it out. That's so amazing. Yeah. So if you were at a house party and you you know you got the TV on and you've got YouTube there but you don't really know what to put on just put that on and there's loads of great local music going sweet, on there so sweet. yeah including Polly Haynes yeah um, and Barnes Courtney as well actually I put it oh, on yeah. there because you know Count, kind of local yeah he came from around here um so yeah, I had that on Felix Star Radio. Um, I was playing Woodbridge Football Club on Friday night for Sadie Thomas's uh, fundraiser. Well done, Sadie. She raised over two and a half grand. Well, she smashed that goal. I don't know. She must have raised over three grand for uh, St. Elizabeth's Hospice. And, awesome. Right? Her dad has had a long battle um, with cancer and his, and they've done some amazing things for him and she's now she's going to do a 400 mile 400 mile bike ride from I believe it's Rome to Venice Ooh, right I didn't know they were even that far apart that's it's crazy right? yeah that's... I mean if you think about that's that's like cycling from here to Scotland yeah I th- about that right yeah it is yeah yeah so Good luck, Sadie. I think she's yeah. still raising money. So, yeah, I, uh, we had a really good time that night. I donated some CDs for them, and I think we raised an extra sort of couple. Well, uh, uh, the, the the night she raised so much money, but um, I think we raised about an extra 50 quid just on CD sales. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy your CDs, and well done for donating. Um, so, yeah, that was with Bridge uh, on Friday night. There was a lot of people there that hadn't seen us for a while because we hadn't played at the Warwick with the Lockerbillies for a long time. Awesome. And we hadn't played in Woodbridge with the Lockerbillies for a long time. So there was a lot of people that had that sort of like, oh, I've been itching to get get up and dance. So thanks for coming out. Um, I was knackered though because we, we finished off about 11, half 11. We were loaded out by about half 12, got home about 1 o'clock, and then I had to be teaching at 9 o'clock in the morning in Stowe Market mm. for Bravo School of Rock, um, where I had uh, two um, private lessons with my senior students, which I'm really, I'm, I'm so proud of how much they've come out you know, come along in the, just in the last three weeks from when I've been there. I That's mean, you awesome. know, they've, they've had great teaching before then. Um, but from what I've seen so far, they've really excelled. Um, so I'm really proud of what they're doing. Um, and they're, they're a nice little unit that they, they, you know, that you can tell that they're friends. They're not just, you know, yeah. just there just jamming and because their parents paid for them to be there. Um, I had just my, um, my, my junior students as well. And uh, they were getting them all. I so said they're, they're doing great. I mean, there's some of them. They've even subscribed subscribed to me on YouTube. So thanks, guys. Awesome. I love that. Um, so yeah, and uh, then uh, they've got a performance coming up at Stone Market Carnival, um, which we're going to be coaching them for. So we've got full sets for each of them. I can't oh, wait. Awesome. Do you know what date that is? That is a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's in July. Okay, cool. We'll mention it next week. Yeah, is it, I think I think it's like. It might be the 20th of July, but I'll, I'll, I'll find out. Um, but yeah, they're doing a really great job. Quick thing I wanted to mention there was, 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 was a query I had. that Because um, ages ago, we had to do a big cull on our Facebook at, like individually because mm. we would have students that would follow us or try and friend us on Facebook yes. where they are under 16 and it's just inappropriate. Yeah. For us to have them on there. Um, which obviously we did without question because safeguarding is very, very important for young people. Um, yeah. But there are certain things that you can't really um, police as easily, like Instagram and YouTube, where yeah. people will follow you. You don't actually yeah. approve them to follow you. No. Um, it does give you a, no- a notification, but you don't often see those. They're slightly different, I think, because they're, they're a bit more of a one-way medium. Right, yeah. They can follow you if you were to follow them, that might be a, another True. story. But yeah. And it's comments as well, because they, yeah. send you, they would send you private messages. If it was private messages, immediately I'd be like, I can't talk to you on here. Yeah. Um, and uh, also, YouTube comments 
whatever you say back is in the public eye. So if you've said something inappropriate, then you will be reported, and that's, that's and right. it's yeah. slightly easier for people to, to to raise a red flag when you've been inappropriate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was just I was just bringing that up in in Moreland, the school I teach in. I was just like, where's the boundary here? Because I do not want to be, you know, making anybody feel uncomfortable yeah. when they were saying, well, you know, I think if you just say thank you um, to the comments when they say, oh, I really like this song, um, because you know, primary school kids are on YouTube now, and they shouldn't be. But they're yeah. on YouTube and they post videos uh, with parental consent. So anyway, so I think, you know, it's an interesting thing. So uh, on the Saturday, I'm going to rush through this. Attitude, we played at Adastral Park. Yes. Thanks to Rob Lewis um, for recommending us for that and Jim Mill. Um, we, there was 4,000 people there. Wow. 4,000 people. It was absolutely scorching hot. Um, we had Rainer on drums, Murray on bass. And we had a special guest, Alice Birch. Oh, yes. Who's played with Gemma and the Night Jars before. She's also from the uh, the Ipswich Jam Nights, from Webby's Jams. Uh, she helps out every single week. She did a cracking job. Is that the first time she's played with you guys? Yes, it wow, is. Wow, that's awesome. She messaged me a while back. She was like, I'd really like to play for you guys because I just think it would be fun. Um, so, yeah, if you've got any things where you need a dep. And it turned out that uh, Rich couldn't do the show and neither could Ben Gobel, who's my sort of... They're my, your guys. Second guys. Um, so anyway, I think it's really nice to know that she's about. Um, we usually use Hannah Hinchliffe, who is her friend, but she's now off at uni. Yeah. So um, so Alice, she was just great. She was really, really pro, played really, really well, practiced, um, dressed apart as well. Um, right. I offered her a bowling shirt, but she was like, no, I'm going to wear a polka dot dress. So she did good. That's, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, she did. She performed really well. Uh, yeah, the, the sound was great on stage. There were a bunch of my mates for like Keith and Jay from from when I was back at the region doing uh, you know doing roadieing there. Um, so I felt in good hands. Nice and yeah, really lovely crowd. Uh, very receptive, even if it was like thirty <laughs> degrees or something like that. Yeah. Absolutely melting. That same day, we reached three thousand Facebook likes. Congratulations! Thank you very much. I, I, you know, it's it's nice little 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 digital currency to sort of say to people, yeah, we are a big deal. Please have us. And that goes a long way when someone uh, finds your page on Facebook and they go, oh, they got three thousand. That's really yeah. Oh, they must be worth following. We got a couple more recommendations as well. You've rated us five star because you said I was a fitty. You are on our Facebook. Thank you. Um, but yeah some other people just like you know people I don't know just saying five stars we really enjoyed these guys so if you do like a, a band please let them know um, yeah. and by doing that so because we got that we released some brand new music well I say brand new music it was um, rec- pre-show sessions that we pre-session sessions that we right. recorded last year before I, re- I recorded my uh, solo stuff we went into Sugar Ray's vintage recording studio yeah. with Rainer and Murray recorded some Lockerbillies tracks and uh, and I've just released them for free so if you are a Lockerbillies fan please go on our page just click on the Bandcamp link and you'll be able to get that music for free it'd be really good if you download it I've put the, up the raw editions on there of no mastering no cuts just exactly what came off the tape machine awesome. so people can hear what it was like to be in that session but then I've also um, edited them to put them up on Spotify and iTunes so they should be coming up on there very very soon awesome um, last thing was that we played as the Buccaneers yesterday so yeah. JS and the Buccaneers I told you about this last week guys that it was my brand new band with Tom McCarthy and Rich Webb playing all sea shanties from the 1600s up till now um, and it's, it was such an amazing gig at the Freston Boot so how long has this been in the making about three years. <laughs> I, you've been talking about this for a long time, yeah. and it, it's great to see uh, the process of how you kind of put it together. Yeah. Because, I mean, I had a slightly outside view of, of the Lockerbillies mm. coming to be, Yeah. Uh, but we weren't... Uh, As close. No. We didn't have a podcast. No. We. Okay. Um, so although you haven't been talking about it so much on the podcast, but talking about it With off you. air and yeah. stuff like that, it's been amazing to see see how it's sort of become what it is. Yeah, it was great. All acoustic. We just had my little treasure chest with a, with a speaker inside with a stomp box. I had a shaker on my foot, one of those little minor egg shakers, yeah. just sort of strapped to my foot. Um, Rich had a tambourine on his foot and an accordion. Um, Tom had a banjo and some like nut shells that he was just around his, his leg that I thought sounded like bones. Aww. So it sounded really cool. And it, yeah, it was great. Everybody's singing along. Good crowd. We'll hopefully be back there again. Awesome, mate. But anyway, That's thank awesome. you very much for listening to that. So I am super excited to hear for you to hear this track. This is super fun. Um, Horrible Dolphins have just released their most recent EP, yeah. um, uh, Skive to Survive. Um, I really like that. This song's just uh, about how glued we are to our telephone screen, so I think you're going to really love this. This one's called Telephone Screen by Horrible Dolphins. Check it out. What do you do it to yourself? What do 
Dolphins. I think they've they've made their my new Horrible Dolphins favourite song. Telephone screen. Uh, check it out. It's on iTunes. All those different places. Well done, guys. I love it. Sweet. <laughs> so let's get on to it. Mm. We have the news that Spotify is attempting to recoup overpaid publishing royalties in the US. And live stream via VR festival melodies. VR. Oh, VR. And we've also wrong. got news on fake streams with music news. <laughs> so yeah, let's do quickly quick bite-sized music news for okay, you. Okay, yes. So um, live stream VR festivals are happening via Melody VR. UK-based EVR Holdings-owned VR music platform Melody VR... That's virtual reality. Melody Virtual Reality has partnered with London's Wireless Festival, used to be O2 Wireless Festival, to broadcast the event live in virtual reality. Users will be able to stream the event on their smartphones via the new Melody VR mobile app. So you'll be able to strap it to your face and see the whole thing in 3D and uh, experience the festival if you don't have a ticket. What do you think about that, Holly? I think that's really interesting. Interesting, isn't it? I, I like the idea of it. Why are people try to find alternatives to going to live music like um hologram holographic gigs like we've talked about yeah. with randy the other week and and virtual reality gigs why don't people just go to see live music i think it 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 reflects to me a lot of uh 3d movies things right like um 3D cinema has been a thing for years and mm-hmm. it's basically what they've done to try and get people to go to the cinema once home TVs were invented and people had less reason to leave their house to go see a uh, film. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just trying to compete with a digital world um, and just to find another way of letting people see the music yeah. um, and to market live music. I'll be interesting to see kind of what experience you get from it, whether it's a better, worse sort of performance yes. whether you're whether you feel like you're really there or whether it seems just like a dvd where you can turn your head so do you reckon it'll be somebody that can that will be like uh you know stuck on somebody's head that you're experiencing so somebody else's experience of a festival or do you think it'll just be a camera on a pole that's broadcasting to your phone i get the impression it's going to be like a it's going to be one of those 3d like camera on a pole you reckon but a 3d one so you can kind of turn your head left yeah. and right a bit more I would have expected it to be a little bit further forward from where the sound desk is, but yeah, then you then have problems of people being there. Or maybe you can switch between cameras. I'd be really well, interested. That'd be an interesting thing. Like I've I've done. You can be on the side of the stage. Yeah, I've seen like multi-camera gigs where you can kind of click between screens and you can be on the stage with the band. Oh, amazing! I'd be really cool if you could like have a camera right at the front of the stage, so you, you're like front row seats. Yeah, or like um, from the stage looking out. Yeah, yeah, like Which you were just saying. It'd be really interesting to be in front row seats, but then have good sound. Because you're never in the ideal position. When you're Crazy, stage. right? Anyway, let's move on to something different than that because we're running out of time. What? So, uh, where has it gone? Spotify are attempting to recoup overpaid publishing royalties in the US. This all began in March when uh, Spotify, alongside other music streaming operators like SiriusXM, uh, Pandora, Google, and Amazon, uh, they lodged an appeal against mandated pay rises for songwriters and publishers in the US. Uh, this is all you know, US news, but it could affect us here. The headline news about that pay rise, decided by the US Copyright uh, Royalty Board, was that mechanical streaming payouts for the likes of Spotify would rise by 44% or more between 2018 and 2022. Now, Spotify have now said that because of these sort of family subscription and student um, discount yeah. versions they've brought out, they're basically saying, well, okay, well, we, we've overpaid in royalties um, according to your laws, so we're, we want that back. And they're saying, we don't want it back now, but I mean, it's millions and millions and millions from these companies uh, yeah. that, you know, that, like these publishing companies, right. which would put them a lot out of business. Um but it's so funny that they don't they don't want to pay that money in the first place and they don't like the bill. But then if they find something in that bill that they're like, oh, that helps us. So they're going to try and shoot down the bill and they put you know court cases against the bill, but they're still using parts of that bill to try and get money back. You can't have your cake and eat it too, man. Yeah, right. What do you think about this? I think, I, I think if they're going to use the new laws for their benefit, then they should stick with the new laws. Right. If they're going to not, then, you know suck it and <laughs> you know suck it and pay out yeah. yeah you know it's it sounds like they get 
with the new laws, there are benefits for both sides to a point. Mm. So take their losses, take their wins. Yeah. Um, I think it's fair that musicians should be being paid more for what they're doing and stuff, mm. you know, for the work, for the work that they do. The streaming side is, it's not necessarily, doesn't seem like the most uh, sustainable form mm. of keeping musicians, you know, in paid. work. No. So, um, I think it's just they're just squeezing publishers uh, yeah. without thinking about the repercussions. And I think this is where artists and bands are finding other streams of in, of income, like virtual reality gigs, to try and sell a few extra tickets for those who can't make it to the gigs. Ooh. There we go. Interesting. Putting That's it all crazy, together, right? I love it, Harley. I absolutely, absolutely love it. But where is it gone? Music <laughs> news. Music news. Here we go. Music news. So, all right, let's go on to the big story. That made me jump. Oh, it did. Uh, good. I hope it made everybody jump at home. Um, fake streams. We're going to talk about that. On June 20th, a powerful group of industry organizations, this is last week, including the three major labels plus publishing groups owned by Universal, Sony, and Warner, so this is a big deal, uh, inked a code of best practice. That, um, you know, wording might uh, ring some bells from what we were trying to do locally, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, designed to tackle the blight of fake streams in the modern music business. So streaming fraud, that's what we're talking about here, is quite simple, uh, beast to comprehend, because it always serves one of two non-mutually exclusive purposes. The first one is deliberately inflating metrics which affect an artist's perceived popularity. So like yep. loads of plays to make them look good. As we were saying about you've got 3,000 likes on your page, it makes someone go, well, they must be good. Yeah, exactly if you right. had uh, you know, a million plays on Spotify, then yeah. Upping their chances of getting signed or their chart successes, etc. Now, number two is inflating the revenue share that an artist and or their fellow rights holders receives from streaming services. So, yeah, this all comes from fake streams. In a nutshell, they cover any instance where, whether for monetary or industry charting benefits... Uh, whereby one party pays another party to rack up illegitimate plays uh, of an artist's music. Uh, we were talking about this before we yeah. went on there. It's often achieved via bots or stream farms, was the word that you used. There was a video shared around uh, a few months ago of uh, like some place where they had a rack of different phones all in a, all on a charging bank, and they had they just all had Spotify open playing the same playing the same song on loop loop exactly right so it, they're often using different accounts or maybe some of the own and the same account it's often achieved um, so basically they'll continually play the music of the paying party so people will pay for this service mm. uh, in order to boost their play counts and as a consequence boost their chart position market share royalty payouts or simply their perceived industry hotness Ooh. right it's pretty bad problem being if you actually dig into the industry's new 21 point code which is what they were hashing out last week also undersigned by the likes of spotify and apple music so they were there it doesn't really pledge to sort of stop it at all right it is a toothless proposal essentially amounting to like to quote, well, this is like a fake quote, but like, this is what they really kind of are saying. None of us are happy about streaming fraud, but considering that it could benefit any of us at one time, uh, let's not hold each other's feet to the fire too harshly. Instead, here's a general list of reasons why we all agree, in principle, that streaming fraud is a bad thing, and what, in an ideal world, we might vaguely do about it. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's that's right. very around the bush. Right, exactly. So many beatings. So uh, you can read more on the code's tragically uh, limp set of proposals. Uh, <laughs> but it's what's uh, so funny about that? Uh, nothing, okay. nothing at all. Nothing about what you were miming at me. But its powerlessness is ultimately summed up by a single sentence. Right, this code is not legally binding. And does not create any contractual or pre-contractual obligations on any law of legal system. Uh, in other words, after after a user pays, say nine ninety nine for a monthly premium streaming account, what they should really do is to monitor which artists that account is individually played in that month, and divide the small amount of money they've paid accordingly. That's how it should be. So, mm. like um, at the moment, it's kind of like a an at all thing like right. all the plays over a while and then people um, just you know they, they divide that money up 
whereas it should be much more reflective of this person paid this account and um they uh, the money you know the play, the money they've given oh, to the okay. company divide that up by the sort so, of plays for example i paid 9.99 a month i think for my Something spotify like account yeah. um and i have listened to nothing but uh elton john this month so I doubt that. I expect it's probably Opeth or like Porcupine Tree. I actually want um, it's been, <laughs> a lot of Sigrid. Oh nice. A lot of, a lot of oh, yeah, cheesy pop yes. and and uh, but yeah. So so if so Elton John will get ten pounds. Well, probably not ten pounds. Probably a profitable amount because Spotify need to take their cut. Yeah. So, so be under. I, yeah. Say it's half. If it's half and half, I don't think it should be that much. But five or two old. Elton John, mm-hmm. five to Spotify, mm-hmm. or eight and two. But if I listen to, say, half Elton John, half Fallout Boy, right. Fallout Boy get two fifty, Elton John gets two fifty. Is that yeah. kind of what you? I you're... think that's what we kind of is looking towards. Whether that be a more fair model, but whether they do that or not is something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that means that these dodgy, dodgy stream farms, if they want to play their own dodgy thirty second per track library. Mm. Uh, endlessly from June the 1st through June 30th so one month's worth of subscription that's fine they get their money back minus Spotify's overheads tax and profit margin right so yeah. they, that means that they can't actually profit off it or the alternative is if you have an account and you want all the money to go towards that artist you've only got to play that song once and then if that if that Spotify account only plays one song, <laughs> that's all they need to do. That means uh, the numbers, the the actual figures, don't matter. Uh, I suppose so. So they'd have the, to be hash that out a bit, right? The figures with the 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 streams, the play count will be just a bragging right and no longer uh, a mon- monetary. Um, yeah, exactly. Statement because because uh, yeah because the way you're saying it, then I mean you know that person has technically paid nine pounds ninety nine just to play song. one song. So and that, if they want to do that. That's fine, but that that money goes to the right people, then doesn't yeah. it? It doesn't just go to oh whoever's got the biggest share of profits plays throughout that whole time. But it still won't fix the problem of people wanting loads of streams to help them get signed because that's mm. not a case of taking a profit from a Spotify. It's about making you look more important than you are. Yeah. That'd be really interesting. I'd like to see how this goes. What do you guys think? Please let us know. We're on Facebook dot com slash Harley and Josh Show. Yep. If you've got any specific thing you want us to talk about or to answer, if you've got any specific questions, please let us know. Or even if you're just like Toby Houghton and you want to ask stupid questions every please time, please do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we al- love them. Always, uh, we're available on Twitter as well. Uh, you're on at Lockabillies. Yes, I am, and, and you are at Harley C. I am indeed. Yeah. There we go. We're really good at remembering each other's Twitter. No, I can't remember my own. Um, so without any oh wait a second let's just quickly just talk about a uh, oh, yeah. little thing that happened last week that we're thinking about thing the thing report about this morning, this morning. jingle mm. Mm. so um ed sheeran has gone into partnership with bbc music introducing richard and the wonderful angel who's been on the show yep. to choose the support act from the local pool of musicians from suffolk to support him on his shows at Enchantry Park at the end of August. Now, to do this, how do they do this, Harley? Um, I think via the Suffolk BBC Suffolk Introducing uh, yes. page, Facebook page or website. Their website. Okay, cool. It's their uploader. There's been a lot of talk about this from local musicians online because mm-hmm. um, it's starting to become a bit of a trend for a lot of musicians that battle of the bands, you know, competitions, them. things mm. like that. Essentially, it's what it is. Uh, that they it's can be so detrimental much, or, I, yeah. or negative for, for, for artists and musicians. I get that, yeah. I th- this is much... It's a different thing because... Yeah. Well, there's is, an actual prize. Yes, that is true. It's not false promise. Yeah, it's not like get some free studio time and maybe talk to an industry exec. It's more sort of the thing of like... Um, so it's they choose it much the same as they would if they wanted to play the song a song on their show. Yeah, it's you know that it goes on the uploader. They listen to it. If it's good, then they will sit there and go, okay, should we play this? We'll put it up against the other songs. Yeah, and I think that's quite a good democratic process because uh, Angel and Richard really do know the music scene yeah. locally. And they know who's putting in the work. Yeah, and they know who's just a flash in the pan. Um, but I see. I'm going to throw my name in there. I'm going to upload some music. For I think that. you should. Yeah, but it's just because. I, I would feel stupid if I didn't. Yeah. But more, what I, I, what I kind of, if they ask me to do it, I'll do it. 
Mm. Uh, and I'd love it and I would love it and I'd be super thankful for it. But if it's not, uh, what I want to see is somebody who, like a young, yeah, like up and coming, who is really, really good um, and needs to be seen and will really benefit from the experience. Um, but somebody that, you know, wouldn't be super big headed and just be like, right, I've got, I've got parents that pay for absolutely everything and they're doing all the work for me anyway. I just go up stage and pay. Yeah. They need to be, to notice the hard work that goes into playing on a big stage. Yeah. Um, so it's really down to Richard and Angel and I the think panel. An interesting thing here is for anyone who's going into this uh, with your, you know, toes and fingers crossed because it would be an amazing opportunity. Uh, the thing you is the good thing to remember about this is they're not also they're probably not going to be looking for the best band full stop mm -hmm. th to play. They need to find a band or an artist that they think will complement Ed's fit. music, will yeah. be part of the show. Renegade Twelve, amazing band, but they're all big and heavy and rocky, and it then yeah comes down to Ed Sheeran. It's 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 not going to work with the flow. Of, well, that said, I, I don't think, think so. the darkness is supporting. Yeah, so, I mean, anyway. underline the sky are playing for it. You know, uh, they, 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 they could probably that. work. Um, Ashton Jones project are playing for it. That could be yeah. quite big. Um, but yeah, who do you guys think should play? Please let us know. Please let us know. And if and you know, and if that band hasn't maybe put it forward, maybe they'll put it forward because you've asked them to. Yeah. Anyway, we've got to move on on to giggly. the loud gig list. Harley, where are you playing this weekend? Uh, I have just the one gig, and I believe it's with you. Oh, I think. Uh, well, no, it's right? not this weekend because I'm not here. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you're not. <laughs> I am oh. going to be at Glastonbury this weekend, so I am not going to be around for, for you. I am so sorry for you. I don't actually. I, I, if I am playing this, I need to find out. Oh, very uh, nice. But Hoppy and the Hopefuls are doing an acoustic set at the Gladstone Arms. Very cool. So uh, we'll uh, look to see. In, uh, I need to find some details on that, but yes. Gladstone Arms in Stonemark, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, indeed. Uh, we're going to be doing a small chilled out uh, laid back set yes uh obviously without yourself mm -hmm. uh so we'll Lucky be you we'll uh yeah i know it's nice relaxing i mean i've missed you man i could even i could gig with you right now except yes. there's only two of us and <laughs> not got much of an audience unless you guys are listening at home are or you? if it's a practice that's more of a practice isn't it yeah. okay well um so yeah that'll be fun blasting arms with yeah. no fools. um i want to do a quick shout out to um, uh, something that's starting at the wolsey theater this week yes um the adams family musical um as a bunch of my mates are in the cast for oh that. really and i really i mean yeah top shout out to tom and laura because i played their wedding um and and uh owen that's putting this on um it just looks absolutely amazing i really yeah. wish i was there who I'm plays gutted. thing uh i don't know <laughs> you <I could laughs> that'd be just, great I, just I under stage hand, yeah. where there's a hand just wear a thumb helmet a thumb helmet nice you're the thumb master yeah so good luck to you guys i hope it's wonderful i bet it's sold out already cool uh so we've also got arms to oblivion live at the, the black, black horse, horse exactly on thursday at seven o'clock uh yeah. i believe that will be a dead soul promotions thing nice good um, stuff uh we've got the middle floor who we're going to finish the show off uh playing with alongside caswell yeah so that's a great lineup if you like your hip-hop um and uh and if you're just amazing like uh, electronica that's at Cult Cafe this That's Friday the 28th. Really good venue for that kind of thing, I yes, think. Yes, it will be. It will be great. It'll be the right demographic for them. What's next? Awesome. We've got The Verdict with Anorak Patch and two, the and Two-Headed Boy. Very unsigned, very fresh bands. Great stuff. Uh, Friday 28th of June at Queen Street Brewhouse. Nice. Uh, there's Bands in the Sand uh, in Felix. So first time this has ever happened. Yeah. Um, they've got Manic Blackout playing. They've got Killer Corp playing. This is Darren. This is behind Mannings uh, at the Quiver Paddleboard Centre uh, in Felixstowe from sa on Saturday from 12pm. It's amazing. I'm so glad that Darren's doing this. Because yeah. it's from 12 o'clock till 10pm. It's pretty much metal the whole way it. through. I'm really looking... I, I, you say That's about so cool. Manic Blackout, they're in the studio with me on Sunday. So oh, amazing. Uh, really We're looking forward to Area 51. Their, their Area 51 oh, recordings of guitar and vocals. See if you can get some two cents on how this festival went down to talk yeah, about we'll on do, the show yeah. next time. Um, you're next. Yes. Uh, well, we've, we've done Quiver Paddle Board. Yes, exactly, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, We've got uh, Pride After Party uh, in Colchester. The lineup looks at amazing. Coda with Horrible Dolphins, Pet yes. Needs, and Crooked State. Yes. So we've all, Horrible Dolphins, we've already played them. That was an awesome song. And also... Just Pet Needs. 
Yeah. All, all you also got to say, they're amazing. Yeah. So that's Have a, we had Crooked State before? No, I was no. checking them out today. Uh, they we, are slightly further afield, so nice. I thought I'd play Horrible Dolphins because no, I love better. them. But check him out. Yes, that's Saturday 29th of June at the Coder in Colchester. Um, we've got the Summer Showcase concert on Sunday, the 30th of June from 3pm. That's Rob Lewis's wonderful students getting up and some of them playing for the first time in front of people. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah good luck, guys. You're going to have a great time. Yeah, that'll be a great great little show he's got some time. awesome students uh we've we we know some of them we've seen, seen some of what we they have. do and uh, it'd be really cool to uh see see them doing their Shout thing out to hope have a great time mate i'm expecting you to be singing i'm sure you'll be wonderful yes uh we've also got built for comfort return, return. i mean so you know who's in built for comfort i know mark stewart right this is the band that mark stewart was sort of like treaded the boards with back in the day. Wow. And they're a great band. They're playing at the Salutation uh, this Sunday, the 30th of June. I'll be expecting that to be happening from about five, but I, I haven't checked out what time it's starting. Um, that is, yeah. I mean, they're such a great band and they'll 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 bring a great crowd from all awesome. the people remembering from yesteryears. Great. Um, so yeah, and what's the last one? The last we've one we've got, we've got th- uh, Three Wise Monkeys live three wise monkeys i did say it right first time and i thought i was wrong live sunday sessions which is what you were playing with uh yesterday yeah no sorry last week last i'm getting week, confused because yeah. i listened to last week's show this morning yeah exactly. um with tilly moses which is great she uh she's back in suffolk she's been in york mm. at university she's just finished uh, her degree um and uh it'll be great to see her back in suffolk doing her thing locally that's pretty amazing oh yeah i've i've checked out her stuff she's got this really nice kind of folky very folk yeah yeah so that'll be quite amazing to sort of you know to see how that translates i've really got to find out who did that bass line oh yeah um oh crikey let me just fill this out no uh oh crikey let me see if we find this out uh because i just absolutely it's one of my favorite uh bass lines of all time because it's just so fun Ah, session bass player Freddie Washington. Freddie Washington. So it wasn't right. Mark Miller. I was completely wrong. It's Freddie Washington. So yeah, and that's that was the one that was in Men in Black. Yes. Men in Black. Men in Black. And of course, if you go to our Chart Attack page, you can watch us playing. Yes, it. you playing it absolutely wonderfully. Self plug. Absolutely love that track. So yeah, um, thank you very much for guys, listening, to you guys. Uh, please check us out on Instagram as well. Uh, yes. We're on there. We're on YouTube. Um, and just let us, let us know what you guys want us to disc- um, drop you know, into the comments. About. Tell us hi. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we love you. Goodbye. This is Rooftops by the Middle Floor. Check it out. Have fun. Bye.